Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Thank you, Michel Lacroix, and welcome back, listeners, to a, um, you know, people watching on YouTube can already see that this is a bit strange since I am here by myself. My name is David Auger. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. Um, joined, as always, by no one. <laughs> now, uh, Beth uh, still has her work schedule uh, that's messing up uh, with when we can record regularly. And uh, Veronica has some stuff to take care of at home, so she hasn't been able to record on Mondays as of late. So, what I wanted to do is that since we missed the past two weeks of uh, updates, I wanted to try to catch everyone up on what's been going on in, in what has been a really interesting uh, past two weeks. Not specifically for the Habs, but certainly for the NHL and the World Junior Championships and just... Uh, COVID in general, ain't it a pain in the ass? Either way, welcome back to the Happy Hour. Uh, we're at Happy Hour on Twitter.com, Happy Hour Pod on Instagram, YouTube.com slash Happy Hour, and HappyHour.com. Let's dive right in, shall we? So, uh, the last uh, time that we recorded the Happy Hour, it was on December 13, and it was a day before... Uh, the game against Pittsburgh. So I think I'm just going to try to start uh, from that point. Though I should mention uh, that some good news for the Habs uh, is that uh, last week they went undefeated. Uh, unfortunately, that is because they didn't play any games last week. Ah. So, there's that. So let's uh, let's you know let's uh, we rewind a bit. Go back to mid December before the holidays. And uh, see what we can talk about. So, 13th, we had our last episode. And on December 14th was the game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, some interesting things that happened to the roster beforehand. I'm trying to remember exactly what was up there. Uh, oh, okay. So, we got to see Matthew Paro on the top line with uh, Mike Hoffman and Nick Suzuki. Uh, Jake Evans was a big question for that game since he uh, was injured in the game against Chicago uh, the week prior. Uh, though he was back with uh, Drouin and Armia for that game on their line. Uh, then again, there was uh, the question of Jeff Petrie, who has been out for most of the games in December. Um, but I believe he did, yes, he did end up slotting into the game against Pittsburgh for all the good that did because the Habs dropped a... Oh my god, a 5-2 decision against the Pittsburgh Penguins, which, I mean, when we talk about the Habs season this season, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot of good to talk about. However, there were two bright spots uh, coming out of the Penguins game in that uh, Jonathan Drouin had himself a pretty decent game, two points on the evening, uh, one goal and an assist on a very important goal by Jesse Ilonen, who... Um, or Ilinen, I forget the pronunciation, Pronunciation. who potted one really late in the dying seconds of the second period for his first of the season, and I think his first as a Hab. So, uh, you know, big kudos to uh, you know, to Ilinen for that. Uh, unfortunately, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a disaster. It is a, it is a dumpster fire uh, for the poor Habs this season. I mean, 
just looking at the stats from the game, 63% uh, were the Penguins on the faceoff dot. But, I mean, when we're talking about, you know, how difficult things have been for the Habs, and you go up against a team like the Penguins, who has Sidney Crosby, Sidney Crosby's going to win a lot of faceoffs. Um, and that was definitely the case, uh, it, uh, as well as uh, Mr. Carter there. And, oh, wait, actually... <laughs> I forgot. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Crosby was there. For a second, I thought he wasn't playing. That's ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> also, strange thing with uh, that game, too, is that Brian Boyle got an unassisted goal to make it 5-2 Pittsburgh. So, unfortunately, that gave the Habs, I believe, their 20... Uh, let's see. Yeah, their 21st loss of the season, which is... Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's damn terrible. Uh, didn't have to wait too long for the next game, uh, against the Flyers, which was on Thursday and some special circumstances with that, because that's when the Omicron variant, uh, of COVID started getting a bit wild. And the thing with the Philadelphia game in Montreal was that it was the, uh, game with no fans. So, uh, so the Habs had to play the, the Flyers to an empty stadium but once you know it, the Habs ended up winning that game in a shootout. And I'm just going to get my notes from that here. Where are we going here? Ah, all right. Sorry about that. Caden uh, Primo uh, in the net there. Uh, let's see. We had a goal by Arturi Lekanen, assisted by Kulak and Romanov, uh, followed by uh, two uh, Philly goals until... And which, you know, put it 2-1 uh, for Philly up until the third period. We're in Laurent Dauphin, again, first of the season, assisted by Sherratt and Savard. And I want to mention, too, uh, uh, since I actually didn't have this in my notes, but Savard has been playing better, progressively better as the season went on. Um, at the beginning of the season, everything was really bad, but Savard was so bad, and Petrie is still somebody who... Uh, we're wondering what's in his head uh, with his play because he's just uh, it's it's been it's been a tire fire it's been a it's been a disaster it's been a forest fire it's been terrible 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 all season. Uh, regardless, uh, game goes into overtime, no goals, and the lone goal scored uh, in the shootout was by Jonathan Drouin. Pits the the first uh, the first shot of the shootout. And everything else uh, were saves. Um, Kim Promo, save on Sean uh, Couturier, save on Claude Giroux, save on Cam Atkinson. And uh, for the Habs, uh, Caulfield missed and Hoffman, uh, his uh, shot was saved. Regardless, hey, Habs, Habs got themselves a win. They're seventh <laughs> of the season. And, um, you know, that's good at least. Uh, again, one of the things that stick out in this game too are face-offs. But once once again, like with the Penguins, uh, I believe the Flyers are a pretty heavy face-off team when you have, uh, you know, folks like Giroux on the team. You know, uh, this Cates guy got 100%, uh, Brown, 80% there. And, of course, Sean Couturier and Kevin Hayes. Well, uh, maybe not Hayes as much, but Couturier and uh, Giroux by themselves, just they were dominating the dot. <clears throat> now... With all these things being said, yeah, we talked about how, yep, state measures. And then the big question was about the Bruins and Canadiens game on uh, Saturday. 
So now I'm trying to follow the timeline as things uh, went along. And uh, yeah, that game, what that game, since it was in Montreal, was postponed, that Bruins game. Uh, some roster movement, which I'll try to sum up in a bit because the roster movement between the Habs and the Rocket and the Lion has been just nuts. Absolutely crazy. Uh, let's see here. Actually, I'll start with that since there is some things that, that went on. Uh, so promotes with the team gets put back down to the Rocket. Uh, Matthias Norlander. This was an interesting thing that happened. Um, it seemed that uh, a deci- uh, decision was made that Norlander would go back to uh, Frölunda, you know, over in uh, Sweden, and he'd play the rest uh, the rest of the season out over there. Uh, for whatever reason, I don't remember if there was any you know nitty gritty you know details, any tea that was being sipped about that. But um, I believe that the general consensus was that Matthias wasn't happy with his uh, deployment at the Rocket or with the Habs, so, I mean, if he's not going to get that much ice time, ship him on back to Sweden, let him develop over there, and that seems to be the case, uh, that's, hopefully, that's a Jeff Gorton effect there, uh, of which, you know, we can hope that we see more good things for the Habs, because, um, well, you know, it's a, it's a terrible time all around for the Habs, uh, with that being said, uh, n- a number of players went into the COVID protocol as well. So I'm looking at, uh, let's see, article from, yeah, the 18th when the when the Bruins game was supposed to happen uh, at home in Montreal. Uh, Artori Lekkanen added to uh, the protocol list while Armia and Perot were put on injured reserve. And right, yeah, they're out until the holiday break, which is coming around this time as I'm you know recording now. And everything was still honky dory that weekend. In so many, <laughs> in so many words. Now with a bunch with a bunch of people going down due to COVID and injury, Laval, uh, the Habs were called um, Belzeal, Harvey Pinard, and Videmo <laughs> from uh, Laval to play in the club. You know, play with the Habs proper. <clears throat> uh, the next day on Sunday, of uh, let's see, it'd be now what. Last week, yep, last Sunday last week, uh, Byron Gallagher Siminiku rejoined the team on practice. And this was at the, uh, you know, the Bells, uh, the sports complex in Brassard. And we had some interesting lineups. Uh, Drouin uh, winging Dauphin and Elenin on the top line. It's just practice, so they're just messing around and trying to figure things out. Uh, Harvey Pinar and Gallagher uh, switching spots on the fourth line down there, and Paul Byron still uh, sitting on a reserve, but at least still a part of practice. Uh, what can be said about it? Nah, they're trying to make the best of what they can do. And I think I've already made my uh, opinions on Dominic Ducharme known in uh, previous episodes, but I have no idea what he's doing and how he's going to salvage this in any way, shape, or form. It's probably too late in the season now to think that it's salvage-able, but at least effort. That's all we can hope for. Um, Yeah, look at that. And then that same day, Laurent Dauphin actually was added to the uh, protocol list. So things were, uh, the COVID protocol list, so things were just 
you know, still not going well. And by that time, last Sunday, they think they thought they were going to have games last week. Well, it wasn't too much later in that day that uh, word came down that all activities for the Habs, uh, inclusive ones, would be paused until after December 26th. And that is this week. So, you know, today's the 28th. So as of Sunday, Habs can start practicing and, and whatnot now. But all of last week, no practicing, no team activities, like no, uh, no holiday-centric uh, things and whatnot uh, could be done. So that was the state of that. And then Mike Hoffman got added to the to the COVID protocol list uh, to join, you know, Lekkonen and Dauphin. So that's three people down with that. Oh, yeah, that's some good news I want to mention later. I had all my notes uh, mixed up when I was trying to put this together because I do want to talk about the World Junior Championships at least a little bit. Um... A few days later, uh, as uh, Omicron still starts uh, moving up, uh, it was announced that there will not be an Olympic break. So no NHL players will be participating in the Winter Olympics, which is super sad because I think it's cool to have uh, NHL players part of, you know, their nation's teams. Though maybe uh, with that being the case, we'll have um, another situation where where we'll see, um, you know, some uh, some folks that, you know, wouldn't usually get the opportunity, now get the opportunity. So seeing the rosters and how that uh, works out will be really, um, you know, interesting to see at least, even though we don't get to see NHL talent on the ice. All right, where is the next thing that I wanted to talk about? Yeah, double checking here. Okay, almost done with the Habs-centric stuff. Um... So last week kind of flies by, and I think at some point last week, because of the roster moves, um, actually I'll mention that later. Loa uh, skipping around here. Um, on the on the twenty sixth, when the whole uh, holiday break was uh, was ending, uh, the NHL and the NHLPA agreed to temporary changes to the CBA. However, that also meant that um, uh, the taxi squads are back because of uh, how bad COVID is uh, in Canada and in the States. So taxi squads, what the article says here, NHL and the NHLPA have agreed to the formation of a taxi squad in order to provide clubs with readily available players who can be recalled to the NHL in order to minimize the chances that clubs have to play shorthanded or games have to be postponed due to pandemic-related issues specifically. And here are the uh, points being made here. Clubs will be permitted to form taxi squads on a temporary basis beginning on December 26th. So that was uh, two days ago. Uh, subject to holiday roster freeze restrictions, which I don't quite know what those are. Um, didn't have a chance to look them up, unfortunately. Um, so beginning on December 26th and lasting through the date of their final game prior to the scheduled dates of the 2022 All-Star break. That is... I thought that was in January. Uh, of course, now now I'm looking it up because I'm an idiot. I'm sorry, it's on February. So February. So we'll have taxi squads for the month of January, and uh, depending on how COVID goes, maybe they push that further on. Who knows what happens? So, 
Um, after each club's final game, before the All-Star break, its taxi squad will dissolve. Clubs may then recall or reassign the players that were assigned to the taxi squad. Right. Uh, clubs will be permitted to assign a maximum of six players to their taxi squad. All such assignments will be subject to waiver requirements as applicable. No individual player may spend more than 20 cumulative days on the taxi squad during the temporary formation period. That would be, that That seems pretty reasonable. I mean, if we're talking just January, um, the likelihood of uh, the taxi, taxi squad being, you know, in play past uh, the All-Star game uh, just depends on COVID. But if it's only January you only have, and you only have like 20 cumulative days uh, for for you to figure out uh, what players to go in and where. I think that's, you know, not too difficult to uh, navigate. Uh, players on loan to the taxi squad will be permitted to travel and practice with the NHL club. However, such players can only play in an NHL, NHL game if recalled and placed on the NHL club's active roster before such NHL game and no later than the appropriate 5 p.m. deadline. So that's just something they got to work out. Although not all players on loan to the taxi squad are required to travel to all away games, it is recommended that a sufficient number of taxi squad players travel with the club to ensure an adequate number of players are available for recalls as may be necessary. Just crossing the T's, dotting the I's on what clubs can and can't do with the taxi squad. Uh, I know, I remember there being a lot more details, with at least with last year's taxi squad. I don't know if they're the same thing here but the the waiver requirements are are interesting with that and i wish it was something i knew uh more about because i recall um last year the Habs had to put uh players on waivers in order to move them back and forth uh, between either the rocket or or the taxi squad so i'm wondering uh, how that's going to play out uh in uh in january um the article goes on talking about the cba modifications and this talks about things of uh like a club shall be permitted to recall a player pursuant to the roster emergency exception with an averaged amount if calculated exclusively of exhibit five performance bonuses there's a lot of details in here uh that is no more than a million dollars for purposes of clarity uh any performance bonuses earned by a player recalled pursuant to section 50.10 e shall be included in determining a, a club's performance bonus overage for the 22-23 season. There is a lot of details like that in this part of the article that I'm not not going to not going to bog it down there. So, regardless, because of COVID, uh the taxi squad is back. Long story short. And there we go. So, now we're getting up to more recent news. Yesterday, Five additional Canadians players have been added to the NHL's COVID-19 protocol list. Jake Allen, Ben Sherratt, Joel Edmondson, Jeff Petrie, and Chris Weidman were put on the list yesterday. Uh, this is um, added to Laurent Dauphin, Mike Hoffman, Arturi Lekkanen, and also Tyler Toffoli, who was also put on the list, I think, sometime last weekend. So that's uh, how many players there? Uh, do some quick math. Five, nine. So nine players nine nhl players are put on the uh on the COVID list that is just, it is absolutely nuts um because of this uh kaden promo and uh and Corey shinneman have been recalled uh, to the canadiens and uh 
And these players have been put on the taxi squad. Brendan Baddock, Johnny Fairbrother, Cam Hillis, and Michael McNiven. So now McNiven's on the uh, taxi squad, which means who knows what's going on with the Rocket. I'm an idiot. I didn't even get the chance to think about what the Rocket's uh, uh, roster looks at at the moment. Looks like at the moment. But oh, one can only imagine how bad it is because I wanted to mention this before. Uh, the Lion, I'm pretty sure there was a tweet that the Lion sent out um, over the weekend saying that they signed something like seven new players to the team like the like contract seven new players in one day or something just to just to make up for all the roster movements going on uh with covid and injuries and everything so it's it's insane and what's more insane is that let's see uh it's before the game but like <laughs> the the halves are in tampa they're gonna play the tampa bay lightning tonight and my God, I'm going to read off some of the lines that are at practice. So top line, uh, Drouin, Suzuki, Gallagher. Yes. Why not? That sounds good to me. Why not? I haven't seen Gallagher play in a damn long time. So it'll be just good to see him on the ice. Oh, uh, second line, <laughs> Raphael, Harvey Pinard, Ryan Paling, and Cole Caulfield. And man, I really hope Cole Caulfield can get a bit of that spark that we all expect from him. But, um, you know, already... I mean, Ryan Paling is, is he uh, a second line center? I'm not too sure. He has been playing well and I'm not too, I'm not too big on Paling, but he has been playing well and you know, uh, he deserves that spot ahead of everything, everyone else in this lineup. Uh, but uh, uh, Harvin Pinard is going to be really interesting to watch tonight. And uh, you know, I'm hoping that it'll do well. Uh, third line, here we go. Jake Evans is centering Alex Belziel and Jesse Inlanen. And that's, uh, man, got I mean, we all love Jake. Got to see how Belziel and uh, Inlanen do. And this fourth line, Cedric Paquette centering Pizzetta and Lucas Vademo. Woof, buddy. Woof, buddy. Uh, Paul Byron ha is practicing, but he's been ruled as out for the game tonight for whatever reason. Not entirely sure why. And there it is. Uh, defense, uh, Romanov with Savard, which I, I don't mind that one bit. I, like I said, I think Savard has been playing better as of late. And Romanov is, he's hes getting there. He's, you know, getting his step in. He's liking what, you know, I've been liking what we've been seeing from him. Uh, second uh, defense pairing of uh, Kulak with Clegg. It's either Clegg or Clock. Kale Clegg. I think it's Kale Clegg. Um, who in Kale Clegg has looked decent. And then we have uh, Sammy Niku and Corey Shinneman. And if anyone's been watching the Rocket th this year, uh, Shinneman, he's he's not bad. Like him a lot. And Sammy Niku is probably going to be the, uh, uh, you know, uh, the coin flip there. Because, uh, you know, we know that Niku likes to move the puck a lot. Or at least, you know, he, um, what I mean to say is that uh, Niku is more of a mobile uh, defenseman. And I think Shinneman... Oh, Sherman may be a good uh, counter to that. So I guess we'll have to see if if those if that if those defensive pairing can put up put themselves up against uh, what the Lightning are going to be throwing at them because that's going to be bad. With that being said, I know too that the Lightning also have a you know more than a few players on their COVID protocol list, uh, but I don't have the names handy at the moment. Um, Aside from those six, uh, there's Gianni Fairbrother and Louis Belpedio, whom nope, don't know him all that well. 
and it's been confirmed that Sam Montembeau is being thrown into the fire against Tampa. And I'm so curious about Montembeau's deployment this season because, um, you know, the, the past few weeks before, you know, all this uh, Omicron stuff, they were writing Jake Allen really hard and never giving uh, Montembeau a, a chance to play. Just really, really strange. But... I don't know. That's it. That's all. I think that's most of the Habs news that I can really think of that I've been able to find information on. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. The game tonight, who the hell knows? Uh, Let's see. I didn't want to take up too much time. I wanted to dive into the world junior championships. Uh, Those started. And once you know, uh, one of the games actually today, one of the games today, uh, USA versus Switzerland, I think it was, uh, was canceled. USA had to forfeit because they had some uh, players uh, test positive for COVID. And that is just, it's its crazy that, you know, international hockey decided to have the men's tournament and not the women's tournament. And now we're getting games forfeited. Like, when was the last time a game for uh, the World Junior Championships was forfeited for something? I just, I can't, I can't recall the last time. It's, it's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. Um, so have his prospects in, uh, the world juniors championships, uh, Caden Gooley, who was named team captain for team Canada, which is such a big deal. And he's looked great in, in, in all of the games, you know, he's, he's a heavy hitter and he hits heavy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> excuse me. Sorry. Uh, Jan Misak. Uh, was named to uh, Team Chechia. I think it's Chechia because that um, change, it's not Czech Republic now, it's uh, Chechia. Where is he? I wanted to make sure that I'm getting that right. It's either Chechia or Chechnya. Jeez. It's not even in the article. But regardless, he's been named uh, captain of uh, Team Chechia and then also uh, Oliver Kapanen for Finland. Um, I believe that the only yeah Chechia sorry there it is Chechia for uh, Jan Mishak. uh and yeah this is his second year in a row being captain of that team for uh, international hockey big honor very cool uh let's see what's going on here yeah let's see of this uh Kapanen good on the uh good on the dot for team Finland against Germany Finland tops Germany 3-1 uh, Canada tops uh, Chechia 6-3, which is, uh, well, um, that's something they can do. Um, let's see here. Yep, no shots there. Uh, with that, yep, no big deal there. I think the only person who actually got any goals was uh, Meshach. Yeah, scores his first, uh, despite the fact that, let's see. Yep. Jan Mishak scored in the goal, uh, scored in the game, uh, Germany versus Chechia. He scored the only goal for Chechia while Germany took the game to one. Then Finland routed Austria. Oh my God, 7-1 game. Crazy stuff. Well, that's all the uh, World Junior <clears throat> stuff that I had to talk about. I think that's most of all of the <clears throat> hockey. Ah, got something in my throat, sorry. Most of the hockey uh, that there is that there is to talk about. Mm. good because i got about three minutes left a happy half hour <laughs> this time around um <clears throat> just want to say uh, to those that celebrate merry christmas um 
I wish the ladies were here to, you know, help, uh, you know, spread some cheer. But uh, like I said, they're busy. They got things going on. So, so I wanted to at least try to get an episode out where we recap the past two weeks of uh, Habs news, despite how grueling this season has been for fans. Um, I'm hoping uh, everyone stays safe. Uh, the Omicron variant it seems to be pretty, pretty contagious. Um, don't take it from me, uh, but I read uh, somewhere that maybe it's not as lethal as past uh, variants. But regardless of that, you know, mask up, social distance when you can, uh, be mindful, get tested if you're feeling, you know, sick and, uh, you know, to help out, um, you know, help contain things and just try to see how this will look in 2022. You know, it's, 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 it's crazy. Uh, New Year's is coming up uh, this weekend and uh, we had such low expectations of 2021, but holy fuck. Here we are again. It's crazy. So I'll leave it with that. I think uh, the music uh, should be playing right about now if I edit this correctly. Um, and I'll say um, thanks for watching. Like and subscribe. Uh, interact with us on Twitter. Even though we're not quite as active on Twitter as we uh, used to be. Because of ooh, watching Habs games, it is, uh, it's not fun anymore. It's, uh, it's a lesson in a... In a self-inflicted cruelty after time. But we love them. Um, thanks again for listening. Everyone.